This is a podcast from Rover. Um, Lana, I'm pleased you mentioned this just before um, with Facebook statuses that people are doing currently when it comes to raffles. Well, I won 50 bucks last week from my friend who was running a raffle for her sports team, I think it was, and I bought a number. Transferred the money and got fifty bucks in second place. So I was like, "Oh man, wicked!" Yeah, but I've seen them. I've seen heaps lately. So I think I've had three or four friends do the exact same thing. They upload a status and they say, "Pick a number between one and uh, one hundred. Here's my bank account, and put twenty bucks in it." So they're making up to like a couple of grand, sometimes five grand for their fundraising just on it's, Facebook. It sounds dodgy as I haven't done one, but that sounds dodgy. But as they're your friends, me. right? So you're just like, "Oh yeah, sweet." If that's an easier way to do it online when mm. your family live everywhere, I suppose yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. I remember growing. Growing up fundraising for our hockey tournaments and things like that, you'd sell the bonus ball on Lotto for Saturday night because oh, yeah, you, you'd right. only have 40 tickets to sell for five or ten bucks each. Yeah. And the draw was made live on TV, and then they would win, like you said, 100 bucks or something like that. Absolutely no yeah. cost to you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Televised draw as well. So yeah. That's great. It's great that you don't actually have to physically become the Lotteries Commission. To <laughs> yeah. Oh, my things. God, yeah. yeah. We've probably been flirting with the naughty line as a nation for a long time. Maybe. But I think this whole Facebook thing has opened a can of worms for people. I, it, it does feel a little dodgy to me because, sure, they, your friends on Facebook, you don't actually know what they're going to do with that money either, though, right? They could be scamming you too. Well, well, not, and you don't actually know that that money is going to a sports team necessarily, do you? Yeah. But it turns out, I'm pretty sure, which we'll find out next officially, though, I promise, that it doesn't even matter if it's a fundraiser for a non profit group. You, I'm pretty sure you cannot do them. So can we go to like internal? You've got the number for the guy, eh? The guy yeah. bonded, the guy. John. The jo- re- John's really nice. John's the guy John. from the Department of Internal Affairs. Oh wow. Yeah, and he's like quite high up there, and he has the official word. And if you're about to launch a fundraising, this is, this is really important. You you hear this because it may not be as straightforward as what you think, and you could be getting yourself into trouble. Like big fines, like $20,000 fines yeah, I've yeah. been reading. Oh, it also down. sounds like a good prize. That'd be a good prize. Too, <laughs> like $20, it's the opposite of a prize. <laughs> oh, the, an anti-prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what we thought was we'd get the guy that knows it all. His name is John Snide. He's the General Manager of Regulatory Services at the Department of Internal Affairs, where there has been a real big crackdown on Facebook raffles that are run by your friends by people you know, went to school with and everything, over whether or not you can actually do this. Now, good morning, John. Can can people, for fundraisers, for non-profit groups and sports organisations, can they be running uh, raffles on Facebook? Well, um, to, to be to be running a promotion online like that, you do need to have a licence. That's what we call Class 3 gambling, and I don't want to get overly technical about it, but basically you need to have a licence from us if you want to do that. So... Well, yeah, that is something we're concerned about. Now, obviously, we um, where we have the opportunity to dive in and educate people, we'll pick up a phone and we'll talk to people and say, hey, you know, are you aware that this is this is not within the rules? Uh, sometimes we take a more active approach to that. Um, but I really would encourage people to understand the rules. Have a look at our website. Give us a call. We're happy to talk people through the rules. But, yeah, if you're running something online like that, you do have to have a licence from us to do it. This is fascinating, John, because I've got a couple of friends on Facebook at the moment that upload a status with 100 numbers with their bank account attached to that status saying, pick a number and then chuck 20 bucks into this bank account because I'm trying to raise funds for my, my rugby team or, or my soccer team to go overseas. Mm. So that's a big no-no then. Well, look, you should tell those people to give us a call. We'll be really happy to have a chat to them uh, and talk them through what the rules are. 
uh, and help them to do it in a way that's really legitimate. We know there's so many um, so many important clubs and community organisations out there who need funds to do what they do. It's a massive benefit to the community. We really want to support those organisations to be able to do things in a legit way. So tell them to get in touch with us. Great. Okay, so okay, we're going to do that because I think um, you're right. You start doing that, and I can see where the blend of scamming <laughs> can also come in there. I mean, if someone who you think is your friend is running a raffle and it's not your friend because their page has been hacked, that's a very big, nasty area to be involved in, as well as the legalities of gambling online. Right, John? Oh, look, absolutely. And that's something within DIA we're very concerned about, as well as online scams. Uh, and, you know, there'll be lots of information on the DIA website about that. But as much as anything, you know, online events, they can get out of hand. You can get a lot of people getting involved. And this is, you know, why we think that if you're going to, if, if, if you're doing it online, you need to be properly structured. Yeah. You need to come to DIA for a license. One last, one last question, John. And something I've always wondered about, you know, along with people who work for the IRD. When you tell people that you work for the Department of Internal Affairs, are people excited about that? Do they think it's cool, or do they sort of back away? Do they from run you away. Okay, I'm going to get away from John. <laughs> Look, I'm going to answer that by saying I am really proud to work for a government organisation. Yeah. We are really focused with what we do on uh, running a gambling sector that, that really promotes community benefit, minimises harm. I'm really proud of what I do. So is my team. We're really excited about what we do, and I'm hoping we can communicate that to people when we talk to them. Well, you're a good talker, and you've actually got the message across really well, John. So thank you so much. The GM of Regulatory Services at the Department of Internal Affairs, DIA. Thank you so much for that, and we'll get the message out there, okay? It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, John. Thanks, man. And once again, that website for all that information, dia.govt.nz. Well done.